And we are back. And we just finished 2021's Mad God, clocking in at one hour and 23 minutes. This is not rated, but this is not for children. I'm glad we didn't watch this with the kids. I think my youngest would have been traumatized by the gruesome imagery throughout this piece. It... What would you tag this as experimental kind of filmmaking or well, uh, not filmmaking, but storytelling? Cause yeah, I mean, it's definitely kind of like a passion project, I guess. Yeah. Cause there isn't much of a coherent storyline <laughs> there. It, it's more of an experience. Yes. Like watching the, the whole film. It, well, I would say 90% of this film is stop motion animation. Yes. Mixed in with some live action characters characters but all the backgrounds are just crazy very detailed very very detailed bones and and slime and it's basically walking through a nightmare yes yes Uh, i think that's a great way to describe this film this is written and directed by philip tippet who tippet tippet sorry 30 years 30 yeah, years been, to make this working on this thing for 30 years so he gets a gold star for me for that as far as the story i don't know what to what to think it's kind of all over the place visually it's really interesting it's really gruesome yeah like you said the, the, there's the creatures in this uh in this uh in this movie they're just pretty much nightmare fuel there it looks yeah. like he just, he just took bones and teeth and yeah all Sludge sorts of slime random things, strapped them together and animated them. Yeah. The most human-looking thing would probably be, outside of the live actors, is the main character. I guess he's the main character. The, I, the, the guy, the, the I don't know what you would call that, that character. It's funny. On IMDb, it's, he's referred to as the assassin. Oh, well, maybe that's why he had a bomb. I guess the assassin travels through a nightmare underworld of tortured souls, ruined cities, and wretched monstrosities forged from the primordial horrors of the unconscious mind of Phil Tippett. 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 It's Tippett. Phil Tippett. I always want to say Tippett. What am I? Am, am I trying to make him French or something? I don't know. <laughs> the world's pre- <laughs> preeminent stop motion animator. I mean, stylistically. And for what it is, which is a stop motion project, it's outstanding. It is absolutely 100% outstanding. You're you're seeing some crazy stuff. Stuff, yeah. Just the bizarre anatomy and creatures and... Just everything, the the world building, all of it is just, it is nightmare fuel. And And it's very detailed. Very detailed and the, the... I would say the thing that makes it sort of confusing and I guess makes it more apropos of, of being called a nightmare is a lot of it just doesn't make any sense. Agreed. You know, Agreed. It, it, it's like you think, okay, well, this guy, he like like the like the little synopsis says, he's going down into this nightmare underworld. He's called the assassin, so I guess he's supposed to be killing somebody? Or, yeah, or something. I don't know who. I don't know what. He goes, he, he searches, I would say, about halfway through the film. It seems like his journey is done. Right, and then some, there's somebody some, else, but then you lose the thread of him. Like, he disappears. Yeah, and then there's, like, another, I guess, another assassin. But is that in the past? and Or is it in the future? But it also, it doesn't make sense because the other one, he gets sent down. 
basically the way they get sent down is they go into some sort of capsule which is attached with a string and it's lowered uh, an actual actor lowers them into this into this world and the first time you see it he, he's being lowered through the clouds and there's all these cannons trying to blow him up and stuff but right. he makes it through all that and right. he gets lowered into a hole and, and it gets progressively gets, darker and creepier and darker, stranger darker, creepier. there's just bones all over the place weird dolls and by the time he lands he is deep underground yeah yeah later on we see another guy who's looks similar but i don't think it's the same no there's definitely differences especially in like we noticed like the little like metal the little shiny metal on stuff him on and, him and, yeah. on, and he goes down and he gets landed just on the surface of the planet i guess yeah and then he goes on some big journey and then he has to actually drive down into the into the underground. I mean, it looks but like that, but was he that goes further. According to the map, he seems to go further on the quest, but then you sort of lose his thread. It's like... It, well, they made it seem like that was a memory of the first guy. Because, was it? Because that know. weird doctor stuck that snake in his head. And then was looking at... And was at, like looking at his yeah. memories or something. I mean, it could I, be. I, I, I don't know. It's, I, it's, it's so wild. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing is really that clear. Yeah, and it like I said, if there was a coherent story in the beginning of this guy going through this journey, it's just dropped. Yeah, because then all this weird stuff happens. There's like metamorphosis, uh, metamorphoses happening. Weird baby creatures getting turned into goo. There's a room full of giants and electric chairs being forced to defecate into the mouth of some sort of <laughs> big monster <laughs> big yeah. monster who's I don't know if he was just a monster or just some sort of like that was just the interface where the poop went into the like, hey let's make it look like a mouth <laughs> oh god yeah I mean this is uh, some of the imagery <laughs> on here was pretty yeah. wild and then all that stuff gets turned into little felt men who are just like expendable creatures that just do manual labor and get annihilated by these like huge swinging testicle beasts I don't know <laughs> it is pretty incoherent <laughs> it's interesting to look at yes I'm sure most people would probably find it just hideous and not want to look at it at all yes but there's just there's something fascinating about the fact that you know, it's just a whole bunch of little puppets and yes it's I mean just, just it's the just, work that would yeah. and also hello 30 years I mean that is that's some dedication that's some dedication yeah but yeah, I mean, if, if you want to see something that's visually interesting, this might be might be for you. It's definitely not for somebody interested in story, a story or plot or character arcs or anything like that, because none of that exists here. It's really just imagery. I, it's really just imagery, loosely connected vignettes, some completely divorced from others. I. I I honestly, I don't understand what, remember the that one scene where you were like, oh, this looks kind of pretty. Yeah. And then. What was the point of that? I don't, I don't know. know. What, I don't know what the point of any of that was. Some Sometimes I think they just lingered on scenes a bit too long, maybe because they were trying to fill out runtime and it's just, hey, we got something easy and it's not stop motion animated. We're just sort of like craning a, a camera through a certain scene and it just felt like it would go on for a really long time like, like him going driving that car down that thing was was like, it it felt like longer it, it was longer it was than it should have been it was it was tedious yeah but you're still 
I mean, you're looking at a little stop-motion animated thing, so you're just sort of like, I'll tolerate a bit of tediousness because it just looks so, so freaking cool. weird. Yeah. yeah. And we, we've had this discussion before about how, not to knock FX, like green screens and stuff like that, but practical effects are just so interesting. And yeah. they definitely lend more to a story. When you when you get a filmmaker or a storyteller who can m- marry the two to make it to make that world pop and come to life, like somebody like Guillermo del Toro, like if you mm-hmm. look at Pan's Labyrinth and, and stuff like that. Like that's that to me is amazing, right? Yeah. So I'm here I'm completely in awe of the fact that like you said, I mean, most of this ninety Three percent of this is stop motion, at yeah. least. At least ninety-three percent of it. A ton of it is. There's, there's every once in a while. There's some live actors, uh, and they try to make them seem like they're yeah the way they computer make them, generated, the way but they it's make not them move. They, move. They move yeah. in a sort of janky sort of stop way. motion animated way. But you could tell that they're actors, yeah, they're, they're like the real, nurse, like the the nurse, the doctor, the, right? The guy, in that the guy, sky, Alex Cox, the director, Repo Man, and what else did he do? I don't know. <laughs> you you said he was a director. I I don't I don't really know who he is. Yeah. But yeah, he was there. Nancy, that was the other movie. I, I there was remember. like those weird little Santa Claus creatures that he stepped At on the in the beginning. beginning of yeah. The movie. Yeah. Like, that those were definitely actors. Those are actors. Yeah. yeah. What was it like? Like the stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, he's just walking and he just steps on a a bunch of people who are like sort of like fighting. miniature. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just I guess that's sort of cool. But then again, I feel he he's like I mean he's the guy who did the the uh, the little animated chessboard in in the original Star Wars. Phil? So yeah, so yeah. he's he's all about oh let's just throw in some sort of interesting little thing there. And this film was just basically interesting little things on top of interesting little right. things. And it's funny that you mentioned the Star Wars chessboard because some of those monsters and creatures seemed like that, but like more amped up far more gruesome looking yeah i mean remember that there was like that big thing came out of that house and it just it basically was just like teeth yeah and it had a cleaver and it it just destroyed that destroyed that other thing and yeah it's like why yeah <laughs> there really wasn't any there really wasn't any point to that it was just it she must have been in a bad mood it seriously there wasn't any point to that. it just looked interesting Interesting. yeah yeah it added flavor to the hellscape this guy's walking through yeah yeah because he doesn't really interact with any of those those other stop motion creatures he just yeah. sort of like hides and then yeah tries to keep walking. going on his mission the other thing the the thing that took the baby oh the the plague doctor looking thing yes like yeah. i thought that was really cool and i was it's like so funny i'm like looking at it i was like you know this would be really creepy like really cool in like a horror film like that thing, I think parts of that were stop motion. Parts of it were live act. Like I think somebody was moving those gloves with just their fingers. Yeah, yeah. And then part of different. that was yeah. CG because there's no way they're going to get that fabric looking the way it did. Right, and then like the way motion. it was gliding down the stairs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was real. Like it, that character was like really cool. I thought and really just and you had no idea what was the point of it all. Right, right. Like. Why, like he turned that baby into dust, yeah, and then he threw it into a 
a like vortex, a, yeah, and, like a portal, and and then like what was that? The universe forming? I don't know. I don't what know. the hell was going? I on. I don't know, but it like all went to hell in the universe too, which was interesting. Yeah, it was like the creation of whatever, and then like the decimation of it. Seriously, it was, it was like a bad acid trip. <laughs> That's one way to describe this film, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I, I would agree. Like, like I said, incoherent, no story, no character arcs, nobody that you could real. I mean, the only reason why you would like any characters is probably because of their design, possibly. Sure, sure. This really is just a visual experience yeah there is don't go in expecting some sort of great story yeah you know yeah. i i don't think there will be a sequel to this <laughs> maybe you know you know what you never know with the internet now somebody out there could just be like writing some amazing fan mad god fan, fan fiction, fiction sure where there sure. is some i mean sort i think of there's kernels of this that you can expand on and make into something and i think that that's that's the other great thing about creativity and 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 storytellers right because you have like these masters that were inspired by previous things right um and then they come into their own and now they're influencing like the newer generations of storytellers and stuff so i think that's really awesome and i think that when you take a property and I'm, I'm sure Phil doesn't mind but when you take a property because you love it so much and you take the time to create this fan fiction sometimes you create like these you've world built like these more interesting stories within that universe so I, I'm all for anything that inspires creativity yeah and storytelling because i love films and i love the whole aspect of tell me a story yeah so for me that's great and if somebody takes this experience and expands on it i, I would love to see it yeah. because i think if even they, though i didn't love this film again i didn't hate it and i was super intrigued by it like i don't regret the watch experience at all but the tell me a story side of me is a little disappointed in this yeah i, I got about yeah if there was an actual coherent story this could have been great yeah yeah this it would have bumped this, it up this could, this could have been this could yeah. have been great because you'd be like wow that was bizarre and but I, interesting I feel, and I feel satisfied like i was told a tale right that was interesting right this it, it was like i said it's just a visual experience yeah and, and i mean I, i'm sure your, you can find meaning as a viewer i'm sure you can find some meaning in things there but for me it didn't work as as far as a story as far as like an experiment i thought it was interesting mm-hmm. what would you give it one to ten i think the fact that it's stop motion bumps it up for me because i think that's like a lost art and again visually this is absolutely stunning and and just amazing even though a lot of it is pretty gruesome and and bizarre so just on that i would give this a six and a half okay i i, I would probably give it like a six okay i i really it, it Seriously, this could have been a lot better if it had some sort of coherent story to it. Yeah. And you could tell that maybe there was a kernel of a story there, but 
maybe it would just sort of got lost in the let's just create cool random stuff. Right, right. It's too bad, like, the... I guess the assassin didn't have, like, the ability to speak or to interact with... Well, I didn't, I didn't mind the fact that, that nobody really spoke in this movie. It was, everybody was just sort of, like, grunting, grunting or screaming or, yeah. or crying and whatnot. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. I mean, I, I watch uh, Primal... That, um, I love, yeah, that's a great and I, yeah. Tar- Tarkovsky cartoon, and I love the fact that there is no yada yada, no dialogue, but there is a story. There is story. There's story arcs. There's character arcs. There's everything in there, and it's amazingly told visually, with no dialogue other than rah, rah, or the know, dinosaur, or the dinosaur, <laughs> or some crazy ape man screaming yeah. apoplectically. Yeah. That. You know what else I was thinking of? The I, I haven't seen this since I think since we saw it in the theater. But the triplets of Belleville. Remember, we went to see that film. Well, that had a plot. That had it a, did, that but had, I'm saying it a, didn't have much of in the way of dialogue. Yeah, well, I mean, pr- yeah, practically none. I mean, you heard French sometimes, right? And the the three but it the was, women but, singing and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, anybody could watch the triplets of Belleville, right? Regardless of what country they came from. Yes, it's yes, just universal the way they, they speak the way they act yeah i mean not speak but the way they act and the way they told the story, story yeah and Just the same could be said for primal right yeah. like you don't need to speak any kind of language to understand what's going on yeah it's just looks you know? yeah yeah i mean i i think i agree with you i think if there had been some sort of semblance of a story of a of a of an idea from point a to point b that would have really elevated this Mm-hmm. But still, on its own merit, just the work that went into this is phenomenal and amazing. So if you yeah. like that kind of thing, if you want to be that kind of storyteller, absolutely check this out. Yeah, if you and like if you really like dark, grotesque imagery, yeah, this is for you. This is, this is for you. <laughs> if, if that's not what you want, you may not be interested in this. Right, the, you might want to pass. It gets some parts of it are pretty gross, like that yeah. surgery scene. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it. I mean, and, I and just like like I mean, like I described the giants and electrochairs just defecating, and that was like that seemed to be a repeating theme. There were yeah. other creatures just defecating into other stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, this is like hell. It felt like it definitely f- was like hell. I yeah. mean, the, the those like little felt drones just working just as and getting slaughtered, slaughtered left and right, left and, right. and just randomly abused by those disgusting tumor testicle monster things whatever yeah yeah Yeah, there were there was yeah there's some pretty rank imagery in there yeah yeah but still interesting so i think yeah if you if you like that sort of thing definitely check it out if you don't I would say pass. (laughs) You can check this. Not for the kids. Not not. for the kids. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it was so funny because at one point I was like, oh, we could probably watch that with Jay. I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. And and Olive would have had a... Olive would have... She would need therapy. She would have left. Yeah. Yeah. That would be giving her nightmares. Yeah. You can catch this on AMC Plus. I think it's a Shudder original. Again, not rated, but I would say R just because of the grotesqueness of it. I would say R just because of the grotesqueness. Yeah. yeah. From 2021 at one hour and 23 minutes, this is Mad God, the passion project by Philip Tippett. 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 Didn't I say that? You keep saying Tippett. 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 Like 
like you tipped over a cup and I say you you tipped it. Tip it. Tip it. Yeah. Okay. Fill it tip. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it right. And that's it from us and we will bid you all a eh? good night. Good night.